And that was your ASMR intro to this episode of <laughs> of Pass the Salt. It's a little hot in here. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Max Cambridge, speaking with me as always, John Peroni. Yes, sir. I love how you say, man, it's hot in here. Like, we haven't been sitting in here for like 45 minutes. I know, but uh, the coffee's hitting me now. The caffeine sweat's coming on. You get caffeine sweats? That's one of your problems? Some, no, it's only, it depends how much I have. I get shaky, but I don't gain... Like, I can go to sleep after drinking caffeine, but if I haven't eaten, I'm going to get shaky. I, sure. I usually can... I don't get shaky until... Uh, all right. There's coffee, and then there's Tim Hortons. Okay. Coffee, I can drink a cup of coffee go to bed right now. Tim Hortons... Crack cocaine. I will have palpitations if I have too much. Like, if I have more than, more than like, two larges of black Tim Hortons coffee... Like that amount, so like let's like thirty ounces, like two, two mediums, whatever. I'm like wired, and I looked up their caffeine content, and it's more than a Red Bull. What the fuck? And a medium cup of black uh, Tim Hortons coffee. And a medium? That's right, boy. What the fuck is that? So okay, I want to compare that to a Starbucks medium black. I'll, I'll pull up the chart, bro. I I I there was a chart I found online. Because Starbucks is like darker, right? It's like a little more bite. It's a little more caffeine. It, well, they right? change. Tim Hortons will always have the same Tim Hortons house blend coffee that they use. Starbucks changes. Like they'll be like, "Oh, today we're doing Pike Place. Today we're doing, you know, Ethiopian blend." Today and you can't. You can't so, just get what you want. You no, you can. You can pick. It usually they'll have their house, and then they'll have like a specialty, a specialty bean they're doing. Um. I don't have any internet. Eh, not worth it anyways. It is Either way, oh, to me, a Red Bull is something you drink when you have like a need to get energy. Now. Right. But like, a Red Bull is different because they're just talking about caffeine. But doesn't Red Bull also have like ginseng and like other things that like give you like a quick and sugar, a ton of sugar? I mean, they claim that like the taurine helps and all, the, all right. these other things. So, like, but like, how, like the sugar for sure gives you energy. Yeah. And the caffeine does. And that's about where the guarantees end. I think I that say. I like Red Bull over other energy drinks, though. 100%. Because it's just, just taste. Yeah. That's and the they, they actually have all the flavors now. They used to not, but like the, the green can, the orange one, like all the different flavors. They got just a good. fuck ton. I like the sugar free. Yeah. I always get the sugar free, which I know to, to make sugary drinks sugar free, they got to put shit in that gives you cancer. I get that. But right now, it's healthier for like the next. Like, if I was only going to live 12 months, a doctor would recommend you drink diet over regular. You know what I'm saying? 11 out of 12 doctors recommend (laughs) Red Bull if you're about to die in 12 months. I'm just saying, like, drinking diet things, everybody's like, oh, that's pretty bad for you. Like, yeah, so is everything else we do on a day-to-day basis. Like, how how bad is that compared to having food at, like, a subpar restaurant that uses, like, shitty chicken that's all stuffed with GMO and shit? Uh, Science is still... Inconclusive about GMOs, which suck because no one—I don't really know if it's harmful or not. My question to you is: How long has it been, John, since you relapsed from dark soda? When was your last time? Ooh, that's a good question. That, that all is in the same vein, bro. Um, because it's got to be months, bro. You know, it was a good test for me the other day. Molly uh, was like throwing up the other morning, Ugh. which is not a COVID symptom, and <laughs> just just in case anybody's like, oh, um, so she asked me to get her some ginger ale. So I grabbed a couple cans from my parents' house because yeah. I'm a cheap fuck, and I snagged a swig from one of them, okay. and like didn't feel the need to like kill a two liter. <laughs> yeah, but it's so not. A, that it's was not, nice. It wasn't a dark. That's not a dark. Soda no, no. I'm saying. saying I'm, yeah, I agree. I'm saying. Wait, 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 I'm wait! Strong. Stop, 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 stop. 
You're telling me that months ago, like when I lived with you, if you took a sip of something, you would feel an overwhelming need to drink a two liter. My thing with food and drink in general has always been like, if I you start, glutton. I'm going. Like, <laughs> like it's happening. Like, that's why I should just not snack because when I snack, it leads to like meals of snacks. Like, like I'll kill like a family sized bag of chips and then make a couple grilled cheeses because it didn't satisfy my carb craving. Like, there's it's one, nuts. Uh, it's nuts. There's one theory coming out of, I believe, University of California. You can watch this documentary on YouTube. It's called Skinny on Obesity. Came out in 13, 2013. I, th- I think about that documentary a lot. Um, this guy said that he found evidence that when you eat something or drink something with high sugar, so your body releases the, uh, the what's it called? The diabetic, the pancreas does it. Why am I blanking on Insulin? this? Yes. <laughs> yes. And that... Uh, mitigates the how, like the over amount of sugar that you did, and he theorizes that 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 response blocks the hormone that your stomach sends to the brain to tell you that you've had enough. So high sugary foods may make you actually not know when you're satisfied. I don't know how valid that is. It was a pretty compelling um, documentary. It definitely changed my view on sugar for like forever. Shout out high school health class. Um, but that makes sense to me. Have you ever been not that hungry, and then you eat a snack, and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm hungry. Oh, I'm more every day." That's, I'm, that's what I'm describing. To you. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's how my I'm, life works. I'm way hungrier than I, I thought. Let me, I was. let me tell you something, Max. I rarely get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I rarely am like, man, I'm starving. That's like once every five days at most. Yeah. Like at most, because I'm I'm the type of guy that likes to keep food around, you know, but. Like recently, I just went to Whole Foods yesterday. Did not see you. Um, I wasn't working. I know. I would have seen you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went, <laughs> grabbed grabbed some fruit uh, first because you know they, you know they, our they, you know, they good. route you. Yeah, you they know? route you. Start in produce. Start, yeah, you can go to meat and fish now. So grab some fruit. Standard. Going to do that anytime. Then went got some grabbed some eggs. Skipped like steak and salmon like I would normally try to grab one of the two. Didn't. Didn't want to spend the bread there. Wait, 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 wait. You grabbed eggs? What kind of eggs are you rocking? I don't know. Just the organic. Like 365. Like, oh, okay. Nah, it wasn't the Whole Foods brand. Oh. It was a different one. Okay. Keep it going. Was, it was a green package. Um, They're good, though. We've had like three dozen of them in the last yeah. however many. Like light green? Light green. There's like, a, yeah, on top, though. Not like the whole package. The carton is brown. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Um, They're good, though. They're just some organic, whatever. So, grab some eggs. And we went over to the chip section because that was all we love that section. Dude, killer chip section. And we were like, all right, we're going to grab this and some bread for sandwiches and we're out. And we were looking around and we were thinking, like, all right, we'll grab like three or four bags of chips. Like, yeah, to keep, you, like, to us, keep right? you good. Yeah. They're, they average five, six bucks a bag. Oh, yeah. At Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. It depends. They're not, you can't just get Doritos for two for two bags of family sized Doritos for $4. I still think crazy. Doritos are expensive, by the way. I, don't, I haven't even looked into it. But I'm just saying, like, the prices were so nuts. I looked around. I was like, if we get four bags, we're clearing twenty dollars bare minimum. Right. Which means it's more like thirty, right? So if we're gonna spend thirty dollars on chips, it better last me a whole week, right? And I look around, I was like, four bags. That's three hours if I'm having a bad day. Whoa! Like that's because <laughs> Molly's there too. There's two of us. Oh yeah, that's you know? true. Um, if you follow the serving size on the bag, then it will last. That's like nine chips. Right. Get the fuck out exactly. of here. Exactly. <laughs> They make their chips. I mean, the chips, I don't know why they're so expensive. But even the Kettle brand, don't you like Kettle? I like 
kettle style chips, but I don't get kettle brand. Not that they're bad. Yeah. There's just better ones. There's this one uh, bag of chips that we carry. I don't know the brand. Oh, it's late July. Yeah. Um, and late there's July. and it's the Korean barbecue kind. It comes in a medium sized bag, so not a single serve, but not when a it, large bag. Here's my question. It's kind of related to what you're saying, but not exactly. When is Korean barbecue gonna hit Buffalo? Because that is like the biggest food trend in North America it, right it now. It has. It has. Really? It has a little bit, bro. I don't um, think. I don't think I it believe, has the way that it's gone. Like believe, in LA, it's like a standard. I believe I spoke on this at one podcast briefly, but I'll I'll say it again. With me? Possibly. Huh. Tell me if this sounds familiar. It probably does. The Dapper Goose. In Buffalo, near Wegmans on Amherst. Yep, yeah, it does. Yep, yep. they do a Korean barbecue fried chicken, and it's phenomenal. Go, go buy it. Um, Yo, best hey, piece of chicken. Out? They might be doing takeout. It is the best piece this? of chicken in Buffalo. I swear to you. And Let's it's, do it. Comes Let's with a side of kimchi fried rice. After I uh, cut up this dude after the podcast, let's go over there. It'll be quick cut. Maybe it might not be a quick order. Plus, I don't know if they're doing takeout. You'd have to see. They're a nice restaurant, bro. Like, oh, really? That entree is twenty five bucks. It's a huge piece uh, of I chicken can. though. And it's a huge it's a I huge can't spend piece. 25 yeah, hours on I was one gonna meal. say, bro, there right it's a it's a higher it's a higher tier restaurant. It's good though. Was um, wild though, like a, a week or two ago, I, I was totally willing to do something right. like that. And now like what happened where I had to pay? What did I have to pay that like destroyed? No, nah, this didn't cost that much. Yeah, we are sitting in a new and improved studio. I don't think we even okay. mentioned this yet. Well, yeah, we did last time. Yeah. Um, it hasn't aired yet. Yeah, but, but it's even more. So basically, there's way there's more improved. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven free rugs on the walls. Free rugs, right? So that's free. The one guitar I already owned. The other guitar is a temporary donation from a uh, Marine that I cut. The amp I already Hoorah. owned. The one amp I already owned. The other amp is a gift as of recent. The pedal board I've owned. The cables came with the guitar. That's your laptop. This we owned from podcast. Right, but also just the physical man hours. You've put in probably like at least six hours into... Into all this? Yeah. Oh, I put in six hours a day here, at least. Right, so like that itself has a cost to it. Labor cost, but yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like... But that's opportunity cost, and there's no opportunity for me to make money with my time right now. So arguably, you could say... Are you open to renting this out in studio time? The studio? Um, like if someone like right now, like no, this moment? not well, not at this moment. I'm saying like back when things normalize, um, or whatever our normal version will be, and like you have a uh, semi-close friend or like just somebody you know who um, wants to lay down something who, who has no outlet really for professional studio time because yeah. it's Buffalo, but they can like sing or something, right? And they just want to lay down. They just want to get something some, recorded. Some basic, yeah. I would. I totally. Be, I'd be down because it'd be a learning experience for me. Um, nice hustle on the side. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't. My first time helping somebody record, I probably wouldn't charge them, just be, unless I'd get really good, like which I doubt, because that's actually one of my topics uh, to talk about is how um, DAW's like audio editing software. I think it means. Uh, I think the exact was it was it a the TA? DAW yeah. dedicated audio workstation or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a bunch of them that are popular out there that people use to edit audio, and I'm currently using uh, a free trial even though it's the full package which is sick of like one of the most complicated ones it's called ableton ableton live and it's fucking difficult it's super super hard and it's yeah. it's legitimately probably more complex than learning certain instruments it's i picked uh, up ukulele in an afternoon this shit's gonna take me months i can tell you you're right a big now. youtube guy you've been looking up tutorials 
Yeah, so much to the point where I'm realizing I'm gonna switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's a too, lot of it's the software out there is they want to be as comprehensive as possible, so they put a ton of stuff on so that it can appeal to a broad audience. They give you an insane amount of control, right? Like if you know how to use it, correct? But they don't offer college courses how to take it, right? Which Actually, is why they might they they might, which is why it goes just goes to show for audio, and I think this is true for video photography, you know. Anything that you you using equipment to capture something, try to get it as close as possible to how you want it to sound while recording. You know what I'm saying? Rather than try to edit all that in, especially if you're new like me, right? That's what I've noticed. Um, like I for all those interested, I use uh, Audition as part of the Adobe Suite, and there's a ton on here, like a ton that I don't know how to do. I just learned exactly what I need to do for the podcast and other, maybe some other audio things. And that's it. You can master on audition, like master a track. You can master on any of the DAWs. Yeah. You can master on all of them. You can do effects on here. Like make yourself sound like a, like you're talking into one of those really old, you ever seen those old movies? It's like a mic that's like round and flat. Oh like yeah. This, and it's like yeah, a radio. Yeah. yeah. You can make, there's effects for that. There's effects for everything. Plus you can do effects from yourself. With they your also own have stuff. like full, drum pads installed oh, yeah. and synths and drum beats already installed yeah. and a million instruments and all those and a ways to manipulate them without you ever having to pick one up yeah i mean the software that's coming out like in general every year for anything has just been getting crazier and crazier in terms of like what you can do i mean think about it we have like a whole generation of kids who are growing up on this stuff like the software is going to be not so yeah i mean between the people that we know i could think of three personally that are Bonafide, like well versed oh, yeah. in in a couple DAWs. Alex Live, Kevin Spears. Enrique Enrique has a, a, D, a DJing version. DJ booth. Yeah. I don't know what his is. He said it to me one day. I was like, whoa, I've never even heard of that. But it's like for like performing. Yeah, a lot of the DJ software, um I mean everything comes with equipment, but if you get a good DJ table, it'll come with software. Or at least a light version of software. Yeah, at least something to say like, "Hey, if you spent money on this, try this out, and you spend more money and get the full full package." Um, I've been trying to figure out the MIDI controller over there. Which for anybody at home, if you've ever seen one of those little like squares that somebody will make like a beat on, like a little rubber pad, or they're like they're tapping yeah. on, and you can hear like you can, like they loop some it. kicks and snare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like a version of one of those <clears throat> for my little brother, and I'm gonna return it to him because. I don't think I'm worthy. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I'm, it's too too, too much too soon. Getting Ableton Live plus, I mean, count how many, was that, 100 buttons on that thing? With no markings whatsoever to, and to tell you. And it's the mini. It says it's the mini. The bigger What's one the doesn't have any more buttons. It's just bigger buttons. Oh. It might have a couple more, but yeah. nothing. It's but pretty much the same thing. But here's the thing. You can't simplify it and just say you want, let's say you just load, like, the bottom bottom section of those squares and say i just want to put 10 sounds on these 10 buttons and just figure it out from there no you can do that but you oh. just be it's like a it's like using a couple thousand dollar guitar and playing smoke on the water oh it's just, it's like yeah like you're not using it to its potential right. so you feel like it's not even worth it yeah yeah it's like when I you step that. onto a super nice piano and all you know how to play is chopsticks not worth it not worth you it. just feel like an asshole right. so i'm gonna give that to my little brother save the 50 bucks and also, I I understand piano to a certain degree because I took a couple years of lessons when I was really young. Yes, yeah, music theory. I think is, a lot is, of people did. Oh yeah, music theory is music theory. So like everything, like all the scales I learned from guitar yeah, can be notes. transposed over. So I want a MIDI controller that has uh, piano keys on them. Dude, fuck it, just get a keyboard. Yeah, that's 
There's yeah. MIDI. There's MIDI controllers. Like an MP, like that an were, M- if you looked at a MIDI controller right. with a keyboard on, you'd be like, "Oh, it's a keyboard." Right. Like, like you an, wouldn't even like know. an MPX or something like that. Yeah. There's a million. Korg yeah, makes them. Novation them. makes everybody makes them. Um, yeah, that seems just more intuitive for uh, instrument oriented. For someone people. who's already who understands. For someone who just likes percussion and wants to make like beats and shit. Yeah. Who doesn't play guitar or like doesn't right. know piano, but theory, just knows the notes and knows the. They scales. would want that thing. They would want a pad with no keys, just a bunch of rubber buttons that you could program. That's the other thing. You got to learn how to map that whole thing. Yeah, like, that's true. Like I can't just hit one and expect it to make a noise. I have to have a pretty in-depth knowledge of how to assign different keys to different things. Oh, it's and then nuts. assign it so you're comfortable, like the most comfortable position for and you. You gotta to memorize get it because you can't label shit. Right. Yeah. There is no room for labeling. Not it's, even it's insane. And then let's say you went you want to make like a different track. Well you gotta replace them all then. Oh. You know what I mean? It's There's nuts. no presets? Templates? Uh, you might be able to say like yeah. all your kicks are on this one, all your snares are on like I I bet you could do you could for sure do that. But I'm sure there's stuff still to figure wild. out to ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars ninety nine cents later. Yeah, but I'm switching from Ableton to FL Studio, which is what all my buddies use, and it's more user friendly for beginners. And I assume that that I've noticed that all like the big time guys that I follow on YouTube, none of them use it. And to me, I think it's because once you get to a certain level, you need more control and more in depth. It's definitely possible, yeah. So you, I think it's a good like training wheels. But it's our buddies are all like multiple years deep and they're still using it. So. Yeah, but maybe it's like, where do you want the control? Do you want the control outside the program? Like, do you want to buy a mixer so you have more control physically there before it gets in the computer? Or do you want more control after you record it? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there are some people who have the bare bones programs but have like $500 mixers. So, and then they put effects, you know, an and effects that's on pedal the cheap in side there. Too. And that's on the cheap side. Oh, yeah. Uh, music equipment, name any piece of music equipment, it can come in a version that's over $1,000. Anything. Anything. Yeah, but that might be the case for a lot of just equipment in general. Like, I can buy it. Yeah, a- but let's, let's say for my industry, for barbering, right? You can't find a clipper out for over $1,000. That's like a, unless it's like gold plated or right. like something that literally doesn't exist on the standard market. Same for combs, same for. Yeah, but the. Uh, high no, end, scissors, though. Scissors are scissors, crazy expensive. 1400 1500 Mine are 13 yeah. But then, and then other people's are, can be like two, three grand at the most. But if that's the high end, then and everything has its own range. I mean, yeah, the averages, know. the averages for barbering is all in the hundreds. The averaging, the averages for music equipment is all in the thousands. All of it. Like the there's a MIDI controller that I want that is called the OP One, and it is, it's insane. It's got like a little, <laughs> it's mind blowing. It's got a cup holder, <laughs> dude. It has a mic on it. To oh, where really? you, like you could literally like that you have to plug into a computer. Yeah. Most MIDI controllers, all of them pretty much. This thing you could just throw your fucking headphones into and just not only be listening to like really good whatever you're making, you can there's a little mic on it. You could be like recording something like your voice or any, and it's like a good mic. Can you plug a mic into it? Yes. That's dope. It's every it's it's that, but it's a it's a use, basically you a studio. can use it solo or you can use it with like a normal MIDI right. controller. You can loop every it's so fast dude like i've seen dudes put in it i swear to god it's eight inches by four inches at the really? most it's 1300 it, it plug into the wall or your computer for power like how does computer. it computer it's got an aux cable it's got usb it's got it's yeah you just throw it right into your into your laptop and go right to your your daw and go from there or you could just literally put on headphones and just fuck around with maybe it. john's gonna be the one to make a new pass assault intro 100 percent. i could do it with a guitar in 10 minutes you could I thought about it when I was sitting over there earlier today. I was like, huh, if I just hammer out something real quick, 
Like that eight, would be a like big change because our our current one is not guitar oriented at all. It's you know what it sounds like techno-y. though? It's so, that techno shit is like what comes out of what I was just describing. Oh, really? to you. Like the, all those sounds are presets, like but like good ones, like Apple commercial sounding sounds. I I'm not aware that they had a full studio thing like Oof. that, but I guess I'm not. I'm it's not, new. The thing about super about new. this equipment though is like the vast majority of people who buy equipment like that are not making the money that they spent back on it. And the, I feel like the market is geared towards, well, if you are buying this, we're betting on the fact that either you're a hobbyist or you're going to put out something to try to get your capital back. But that's just not the case. Like, don't you think it's priced high for that reason? Like like Adobe. Adobe, $600 a year. They're saying... Jesus. For all of... For everything, though. They're yeah, saying, but if you're, if you're just an audio guy, you're, you're only paying 200 flat. Right. So they're saying and you're, we'll not, give you're also not you, paying yearly. If you want all of it for six hundred dollars, the photo, the video, everything, they're saying you buy this from us. And if you're a hobbyist that can afford it, great. But if you're someone like a student or whatever, which most of the creatives are, you know, at this before they give up and just go to an office job, um, they're saying make money off of it, make your money back. Like that's what that's really it. Like almost puts pressure on you. Like you're like oh, I got to do something with it now, right? Which is crazy. I mean. Them coming from a business, they want theirs to be used in business more than it's used in casual right. life, which makes sense. But I don't know. If I well, here's, think here's the it. thing with with making money off of music in any facet, it's technically not is that, that most musicians that's not the goal right. for a while. Right. It shouldn't be. If your goal in the beginning is to is to make money, you never will. If your goal is to get good and then later on you have a goal of making right. money with it, then you can do that. Although I'll separate people, audio, video, whatever, who there are people who get these apps or audio stations with the goal of making money because all they do, and this is all that's good enough for them, is they make beats or scores and put them on those websites um, where other people find them and use them in their videos, use them in their, you know, whatever they're using and pay. You want to make money off that. Oh, yeah. You're you're talking about. You lease. So, like, there are people. You're not talking about releasing it for, like, a fruit for a. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about an artist. I'm just talking about someone who makes. I mean, I guess they could define themselves as artists, but somebody who makes. It could be anything. It could just be suspenseful music that's. You put on a film website, an independent filmmaker goes, I want that. And they, they lease it or they buy it or whatever, even though it's probably only a few bucks. I mean, it depends. Obviously, the more you sell, the better Like you can probably raise your prices. Like, I'm good at scoring movie or I'm good at making, you know, whatever. Plus, then there are people who have all this audio equipment who all they do to make money is send me your stuff electronically and I'll edit it for you. Just like anybody who sends photos to people to Photoshop them. So, like, the market is big, which is probably why all this stuff is so expensive. Yeah, I could for sure see, even with the minimal, and I mean minimal, amount of equipment that we're working with here, someone who makes Instagram videos at home of them, like, singing, them coming from that and hearing the audio that's getting recorded off of their phone to coming in here, they'd be like, oh, shit. Like, right. they, they would think of it as being worth money, even though I have genuinely no experience. Like, if they wanted to record into a mic, I could get that yeah. done. But as far as editing goes, I can do less than 10% of the total amount of things that a, a dog can provide. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's just it's just that's the, the, the step of getting any equipment, even minimal, is like a lot more than most people take. So I think that it's, it's For just, sure. yeah, it's just intuitive. Yeah. When you think about it, I looked up a ton. Of, like before I bought all this shit, I looked up a lot of like home studio setups and like like what's the 
uh, way to do it under 500 or way to do it under 1,000, way to do it under 2,000, like all the, the most recommended products at every price point, basically. And this is like a, there's a ton of people that do this. There has oh, to yeah. be. There has to be. Because oh, yeah. the amount of info out there for, for home studio setup was nuts. Like more so, more than for like barbering. Really? Which you would think is like the ultimate. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why would that not be plastered all over YouTube? But this is a huge, huge thing on YouTube and Instagram, like looping or or, or like performing something you've like edited up live right, on Instagram right, 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 right. is nuts. That's a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, I feel like that is. It's really taken off recently. This is recent, right? Like, are the videos you're viewing, are they, are they years old? They're all, they... No, they're all within the last year. That like yeah, I feel or, like it's or maybe two years for like the singer songwriter people. Yeah, but for it's people editing, that it exploded because SoundCloud is like not used really anymore. Like it is, but it's not because remember they almost went under. Chance had to buy right. them out or something. And now they're saying that you can only post a certain amount. And well, they're making way money. more. Yeah, they they charge a lot more. If you want to just upload a shit ton of music to SoundCloud, you're paying money. You're not, it's not like whatever the cheap amount. I remember our buddies. Is it a monthly? Our I buddies think? recently were like pissed. Like a couple yeah. months ago when everything went down, they were like, yo, we're going to have to like triple the amount we pay just to upload to the free place. You know what I mean? Yeah. To yeah. the place that's supposed to be the cheap option. Right. Like SoundCloud, why not just, well, SoundCloud was always just put whatever audio you want. It could be an audio. It's of like, Twitter for audio. Right. You know, right. which is beautiful. Right. Honestly, if they start charging too much, somebody's going to undercut them and recreate their idea with a better user interface, because I've always thought that their interface is shitty. It's not easy to use like Spotify or, or Apple Music. And which, by the way, now that I've switched to Spotify, it's better. But the interface for like going to an artist's info is way worse. I also, I can agree with that. Discovering I didn't switch new- to Spotify. I have Spotify and I use the free version uh, because I pay for Apple Music. I wouldn't be surprised if I do switch to Spotify like in a month. But uh, I think you're right. Going to the artist, getting their info. Like, just, I want to listen to this album. It's difficult. Yeah, finding. Yeah, exactly. The album. That is, that is like you can go to their top tracks. Yeah. And it has their top te- or top eight, and then it just stops. You can't go to see their top 100 listed, start chronologically to finish. It's almost better on Spotify to make a playlist of the album and just find the tracks and put them in order. Hundred percent. Which is weird. It's what is nice though. The major advantage is all the radios and the finding yeah, new music. True. It's just so much better. And like they when curate I, better. Like when I find something, like this guy uh, who I've been listening to a lot lately, who I would have used as my try if not for, I have another musical try. So I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll just choose one. Uh, this guy, Tom Mish, that I've been listening to, he's one of Kevin's inspirations as well. Okay. He's a uh, insanely talented guitarist. Like like him and John Mayer are buddies and like send, really? and send guitars to each other. Like John Mayer sends his like special editions over to this British kid. Who's sick at looping, recording? He's an all right singer, but he's just a nasty guitarist, and he's really good at specifically jazz guitar, which is hard, so hard, yeah, so hard. Everything I've ever learned doesn't even really apply to jazz guitar, and I've learned a little bit, and all I remember learning was that I'm dog shit. Um, (laughs) I'm more polite. Yeah, like if you think you're good at guitar, try jazz. Try jazz. Go for it. Have fun. You're an, you're an infant until you're good at jazz guitar because, honestly, most of this shit... I've seen videos of people picking up a guitar day one, and then it's like a time lapse of like day zero through 500 of learning guitar. And by 500, you could play like non-jazz. like and really? sound. You could, you could convince a non-guitar player that you're nice. 
within <laughs> within within one year, easily, easily. Did you know that uh, <clears throat> H. John Benjamin, the voice of Archer, did a jazz album? And so did Jeff. Really? Gold, so did Jeff Goldblum. Well, Goldblum makes sense. And H. John <laughs> Benjamin, I believe it was him. Um, I who can has look a, it up on my phone. Who has a great voice for Archer? However, I would imagine a not great voice for jazz. He's not a. He's not singing. Oh, what does he do? Piano. Um, let me just look this up just so people um and I, i'm That's pretty sure aziz ansari is like a skit in it for some reason let me just it might it might not be him i might have him confused with somebody else well because that guy has also voiced a ton of semi-big characters over a couple different shows yeah he's in the symptom simpsons he's in family guy i think okay so not a major character but oh perfect the wikipedia page in the simpsons he's the he's like uh like a clerk at a counter always um, it's the same stone. Oh yeah, this guy. was. Oh my god, this is going on five years ago. It's called "Well, I Should Have." Dot dot dot, and it, the sub it's subtitled "Learned How to Play Piano." He does not know how to play an instrument, and what he just kind of did an experimental dive into what could I pull off a jazz album playing piano, j- jazz piano. Um, here's the thing with before before. Was, see, here's the thing. It's a joke album. It's not. Don't take this as like a, a recommendation. It's just interesting that this guy decided to do this. It's it's supposed to be bad. Um, I guess I don't know. So did he just waste a ton of other musicians' time by paying them to be in a studio? That's going to be for it's a only thirty album. minutes. It's, it's it's under experimental jazz slash. Dude, thirty minutes music. nowadays is like an average length album. If not, that actually might be. No, nah, I'm not going to say it's above average, but that's becoming <laughs> the average length album. The uh, four tracks on the album are called I Can't Play Piano, Part 1, 2, 3, and 4. That's funny. Solid. But yeah, Aziz Ansari makes like a uh, a uh, skit kind of, or an interlude maybe, like appearance on it. I think that's what, how I found it. I was like, wait, Aziz Ansari does a skit on this album? He would be the right type of voice for that, I, I feel like. But it has know? actual jazz musicians, and I don't know any of these names. I'm reading them off the website, so don't I don't know jazz yeah, musicians. I probably wouldn't even know them. Scott Mo- modern jazz musicians are no names essentially. The best in the world. They could be, you know, everybody knows them in the jazz community. You won't you won't know. Scott Kreitzer, David Fink, Jonathan Peretz, Mark Desam Desamon Desamoni. Um have no idea. Yeah. But uh yeah. And Jeff- you're gonna say Mark Rebele? Do you know who that is? No. Oh, he's hilarious. But uh Jeff Goldblum also did a jazz album, I'm pretty sure. But what I was gonna say when you said you're listening to someone on Spotify that you don't normally do, your boy who said he was done, Oliver Tree, put out a music video four days ago. Of course he did. He's probably just honestly, half of his shit is sarcasm anyways. Or like Yeah. He's you know how like that you said that guy's album was like sarcastic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His shit is like one step away from there. Really? Maybe like, he'll just fully go into the comedy. Like there's music. good music, and then there's like funny shit, and then the music videos are always kind of out there, and he dresses super weird, and he's like a thirty-something-year-old white guy. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, I know he's white. Wait, I just Oliver's thirty? Oh, dude, when you is get, he old? When you get like pictures and videos of him that are like a little up close, you can see like that dude is not either. He's in rough like <laughs> shape. Like either his skin is he's deceiving. Rough. Either he's done like a ton of booze in the last however many years or he's like 32 i mean the the blueprint for 30 plus rappers is out there the baby griselda oliver tree well griselda's a, a uh, to me they're like a one stop or one time only like they're i'm not saying that they're gonna like get big and then be done that's what i'm saying i'm saying that nobody else who's it's hard who's to in get that, into the game yeah, at that age yeah no oh they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, i agree with you completely nobody is new 
and coming into hip hop in their mid to late thirties and forties and having a sound that already happened 25 years ago. No, they're the only people that could pull that off. There's no way. Do you think we'll live to see the day where somebody who is 40 plus breaks into the rap game? Isn't one of them, isn't the... Um, who? Like, breaks in, like... Not, no, I'm saying one of that group, not Benny. Um, wasn't Conway? Like, 41 or something? I don't know. I, don't I might know. be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, you're getting old, bro. If you... For the sure. rap game is such a young man's game. If you're past 28, you're like, your chances of breaking are so, I think, slim. And the baby blowing up and being over the age of 30 only makes sense because he looks really young. It's the baby. <laughs> that's I all you to, bro. That's all you had to say. Uh, that's funny. It's not. That's funny. Um, I like the baby though. I actually can support his like blowing upness because he's actually like insanely consistent with quality. He is, but I remember when he dropped a, a lot of music last year, and then like it said, there were like reports he was going to drop more, and then there were all those memes came out, and they were like, "We're good, bro." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, we he did put out. I bet he's put out at least like I'll say. 50, yeah, 50 tracks, including features in the last, like, 20 months. I think also, well, he is supposed to be releasing this month or of course in early May. But I don't know, think it's going to be more than a, a song or two, maybe. I um, think he has two or three albums out in the last couple of years. But too. I think he's what you, were, what you were alluding to, not like Griselda. I think he's going to have, like, he's, like, on the climb, and then it's going to plateau, and then we'll get a the baby project every couple years like i think he's just getting his money bro well i think that's standard like think about everybody like think about migos the migos i obviously it's a group compared to a a single guy their music isn't exactly the same but their their arc is going to be similar and here's why they when they blew up they blew up huge and they took advantage of it oh yeah oh hammering album after album after album the difference from that point is that the baby, all of the baby's albums have been at least seven out of tens. Like when they're and all solid. Migos has been four and out of tens. Migos will have a good one and then a fucking god awful one. So yeah. you, you just never know what you're gonna get there. And but yeah. there's there's what are they probably split down the middle, of good and bad. Like there's uh, there's a couple goodies, some baddies, and not a ton in between. I don't know where I stand on Migos because I definitely can't even remember most of their songs. It just kind of sounds similar. But I'd say that I pull a couple songs off every album they've done. A couple hard two or three that i like and then stop playing them probably four months later i like skip them completely i just remember culture two dropping and everybody on twitter just being like what the fuck is this 45 minutes they took to make that album yeah yeah that's pretty much it that was wild that was one of the only amigos albums where i was only albums from a from a general superstar group that I was like, wow, that's terrible. I want there to be a series called The Other Two because because of Cardi B, Offset is basically the only Migo that I hear anything about. So what are the other two doing? I'm not sure. Um, well, no, uh, what's it? He wasn't. I even never the most hear. F- he wasn't. I know. Uh, Takeoff, Offset. Why the fuck am I blanking on the most important name? Culture Two. No, there's. Dude, we're gonna sound like idiots to people listening to this right now. We never take off, offset, and there's the third one. The one I'm not thinking of is way more famous than I think you're tripping here with the whole Cardi B thing. No, he's he's dating off, Saweetie. He's dating Saweetie. Offset's dating Cardi B. No, but who's dating Saweetie? He's the most famous Migo, and we haven't said his name once because we're idiots. Oh my god, 
Quavo, obviously. Yes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Why did we not get Quavo? Oh. He did a solo album. I, I don't know how you just went and said, yeah, just because Cardi's taking him. I He's haven't like heard major. any news about Quavo. Nothing. I'm He's saying. He's dating Sweetie. That's the major news. <laughs> yeah, That's it. It's not news, though. I'm it's just old. saying that I don't, uh, I don't he might hear. Not, uh, he might not even be dating her anymore. I don't even know. I don't really hear about Migos stuff, like, doing anything. It's been a minute since I've, since anybody's really been like, oh, yo, I fucking ride for the Migos. Like, that's my shit. Who says that? There was, like, a time when that was huge. Maybe. Like, right out of high school, they were huge. Migos was really big for our high school years. Did they have a major release at, like, you know what our they came out of? year? What? They came out of Schoolboy blowing up and kind of introducing, mm, I don't want to say introducing, like, white suburban crowds to, like, heavier rap music, because that's that happened in the 90s. So you can't really say that that was Schoolboy. But, like, to me, maybe it was just because that's when I, as a suburban white kid, discovered hip-hop was, like, in high school. I just remember Schoolboy and, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the other one. Either way, Schoolboy mostly was just like the themes of my high school. Was bucket just hats were huge in high dude, school. my whole football team was given bucket hats by our coach. Yeah. What the fuck? Like that could only happen in that one year. Like I guarantee that like a bucket hat thing is not going to happen. They were again. ginormous, bro. Huge. I don't know huge. why. Schoolboy. Yeah, schoolboy, basically. But like, Chi Town. I can't believe that that swept. Like, it's, it's like now, songs. Chief Keef. That was the other one, by the the way. Yeah, he's still. I was out. You could argue that he's. Nah, they're probably around the same amount of influence. I think that uh, it swept, the Buckethead thing swept so, like, so powerfully through high school. And I'm not sure. So this would be like the 2012 to 2016 era, for those who don't know, when we went to high school. But uh, it doesn't make sense to me that they would latch on to that as the trend. You know what I'm saying? Like, like now you can kind of predict it where, like, a song's popular on TikTok. People are going to jump on it. Or, like, influencers, like, let's say, like, Kim Kardashian, for example, wears something like all the other mini ones are going to make, you know, worse versions of it. Um, but I don't really know where the Buckethead thing came from. I guess it was just because the love of Schoolboy. Like, it was just like a trend but, that came from the But music. where did he get it from? He always kind of dressed dresses kind of like that. He still isn't he fat still? He's or didn't he get? I fat saw sorry? him uh, at the Kendrick concert at Darien, which was wait, I am think I thinking going of Chief on three Keef? years ago? Or did they both get overweight? Chief Keef's <laughs> a bigger dude, of? but Chief Keef has long dreads. Schoolboy does not anymore. But he did. He started. He had dreads at one point, I believe. Maybe they were shorter. Yeah, but he, you know what he dresses in now to add to the bucket hat. He has more like floral like. Hawaiian shirts, yeah, but like polo fancy. shirts. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't worn a polo shirt in years, bro. Yeah, you know, dude. One of my barbers was saying that we should get them for the shop, and that should be like our standard, like day to day. Is wearing like Nike golf polo. Yeah, I was shirts just saying, you going golfing. Logo. Yeah, like, or no? I, I, I was like, what? You want like Nike golf ones, like mesh or whatever? And he was like, no, I want like cotton ones with like the armband thing, like you know, like the end of a short sleeve shirt can have yeah, a band yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, that's what he wants. What about rugby shirts? You like those? They're like that, no, that's what. That's oh yeah, basically what, basically he's what he for. wants. Those aren't bad, but again, I I don't think I've worn one of those. And I wouldn't want to cut hair in one all day. Thick, yeah, thick, the like, collar might be cotton. uncomfortable. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't want. We all have big beards. Like none of like right now they're all longer because we're bums and COVID. But like I don't think any of us would want to deal with our beards like getting. You do cut a week buttons. of wearing polos in the shop. And all of a sudden, your clientele is going to flip. You're just going to be cutting country club of Buffalo people. Like, they're all going to come. I would be so fine with that, dude. Because their tips I'm would be so, nice. I'm, here's the problem. I promoted, like, only bald fades on my Instagram for, oh, like, so now, the entirety of uh, when I've been cutting hair. 
and it's because that was the most interesting. It's the most difficult. It is difficult, and it's and it's the most specialized, so and you can me. you can charge a lot, whatever. And it's you know it's the only thing I re- I didn't really respect somebody who could do a, a two on the sides and finger length on top. Like I didn't like I, you could teach a monkey to do that. So now that I have a clientele that is like, a I'm pretty much busy almost every day, if not every day, and it's like eighty percent bald fades. It's like exhausting. Like it's <laughs> like doing fifteen haircuts and having them be like one or two bald fades mixed in, as opposed to twelve with ten of them being bald fades. So so hard. <laughs> like it's exhausting. I mean, in an episode of the sitcom of your life, you could just actively start suggesting, oh, I think you'd look good with this, and just let them sit with it. Maybe not the next haircut, but two haircuts from then, you'd be like, you'd be surprised. You flip your whole clientele. Everybody's getting a finger length and Dude, two on the sides. One day, one month, I pretty much switched over my entire clientele's style of parting the side because, like, right. a huge percentage of my clientele gets a fade on the sides, up and, and over, part, yeah. up and over, like pompadour type thing on top. And a bunch of them used to get hard parts, and then I slowly started telling people, "Fuck hard parts, just get a natural part." And after that. I slowly switched. Just, just, just push it over. No part at all. Just throw that John, thing right you are over. evil, bro. Bro, the amount of work, <laughs> the amount of work that I've had oh to do has God. been cut in half. I swear to God. John is evil, bro. You're just so evil. You're like, I'm so sick of this. I haircut. give everybody my haircut. <laughs> John's like, you know what? Look at Mohawk. <laughs> like, Dude, there's clients who get who sit in the chair and just say, "Make me look pretty," and I and I'm I have total like I could buzz their hair. Are they are they vanilla people? Meaning like are they no. very bland in their no, everything no, else? I, I give them like a bald fade. Oh, really? like I, I go all no, out. No, I'm not talking about the haircut, but are they people who really probably don't have preferences on anything? Oh. Um so like some there's for sure like guys who just come in like a t shirt and sweats and they're just like, I don't give a fuck. Like I just need a haircut to not look homeless today. And they and they say do whatever you want. There's there's that group and then there's also the guys who are like John and they dap you up like way right. too hard because they're all excited. Oh, like, bro, you're my that. fucking guy, bro. You got me. Hook me up. Whatever you want. I know you. You icy. Like they and they just gas you up to the point where it's like, I'm not a rapper, but I just I just cut hair. Does like, their tip? The does same. the tip match the gas? No, never, of course. never, <laughs> dude. Of course it doesn't. The guys, the guys who are quiet and just have good conversation. The guys who just like have good conversation and are like in their 40s. Yeah. Those are the dudes that drop a crazy tip. The, the young, dudes who are hitting you dudes, up way too hard. The dudes like, who are our age and are like, yo, John, I'm going to post you on the gram. That's to make up for them only giving you $2. It's, <laughs> a, it's equivalent in my brain to the guys who hit on their waitresses and <laughs> and then just tip them $2, like yeah. tip them a dollar. Yeah. like, yeah, that's them. Well, here's the thing, though, here's, <laughs> with tipping with, with flirting with waitresses. Because I think like, once, like three years ago, I was like, yo, is that waitress flirting with me? Like, should I fucking tip harder? What, like, what should I do? And then I realized that... If she is flirting big time, it is either to A, get a tip, or B, because she generally wants to flirt with me, right? Those are the two options. If it's to get a tip and I give the tip, I'm a simp. Fuck that. I got I got, got you know? Yeah, maybe. Not worth it, right? If it's because she genuinely wants to flirt with me, a big tip could be, like, a, the wrong move. That could be, like, a... Because, like, if it you could just be. gave your girlfriend, like, 100 bucks, she'd be like, what is it? Like, it wouldn't... Nah, it doesn't make Have sense. Have you been that, on Twitter, that, bro? That's a bad. Girls be getting hundred dollars. They post it on Twitter like my man, and I'm like, yeah, no, that, that's a bad. That's a bad example. What, what's, what's a good way to explain? It's just like it's strange. It's it's a douchey move to it flex is. money hard like that because in that you, you might can't. be sending a message of like, you need it. I've got it. Here it is. Yeah. you know what so I'm saying. So basically, in that situation, I'm putting in. I always just I'm going on my instead of usually. Here's the problem: is that I normally tip minimum thirty percent, like. I, when I go, when I tip, I tip hard. Like, 
It's yeah, I would just say keep your tip. Keep you, in my brain, I divide like the restaurant class, the amount of service. Like I have hard tip laws, and I don't, uh, I don't, I don't I like break you. them. I don't know if I like you for that. No, no, no. Do well, you ever? And I mean, ever. Go under twenty percent. Oh no, twenty is okay. the minimum. Okay, good. I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying, just clarifying. Like, now I like you again. We're clear. But I'm We're saying set. like, if you're in a situation where like, is she flirting? Is she not? Just follow your follow your rule, man. Just pretend it's just like, yep. not flirting. What how? What would pretend I tip? It was, just, it was just seven out of ten good service. Yeah, just yeah. There was this one teacher I had who, uh, he had a he had a reputation. For, he taught economics. He had a reputation for being thrifty. Let's say. And he got really bad service somewhere, and he said he put, like, a maybe it was a dollar. It might have even been, like, two pennies oh. in a full glass of water and tipped it upside down on the plate <laughs> or, like, or, like, a piece of cardboard of the menu and yeah. removed it so no water came out. And so in order to get the pennies or the dollar, whatever is in there, they had to lift up the cup. And you, or just... Yeah, not even, not even if their goal is to get the pennies. If their goal is to just to reset the, the table. The bus boy got there was like, if, if their goal is it. to just reset the table, like fuck the pennies. Yeah, they're just fucked. And you didn't even have he to said, put the, the money in there. He you said it was just flipped it over and just been an asshole. It wasn't just something where it was like they didn't do good service. It was bad service on top of like they were not nice to him or something like, like that. Like, like it was an extreme. Yeah, it was an extreme situation. Here's the thing: is that when that when uh. uh a story like that comes up. I have never been genuinely spoken to like rudely. Like I've been spoken to where it's not like as professional as it should have been. And that's like whatever, because usually it's a kid that's my age. So probably in my head, they're looking at me like we're like both 20 year olds who gives a shit about being, so that's fine with me. But I've never been like accosted at a dinner table. That only happens. And this is speaking from only my experience. That isn't that. When the customer's an asshole. When the customer is an asshole first, yeah. I if you have a problem at restaurants in regularly, like more than once in your life, basically, with people being rude to you, like servers being genuinely rude, you're the problem. I'm letting you know right now. I also have you ever seen Waiting? Is Ryan Ryan Gosling, Justin Long, that one. Oh my god, that's funny. I haven't She's seen it. On, okay, it's just about this restaurant, like this just. Applebee's pretty much, but it's an Irish Irish restaurant kind of, and they give it like a vague. It's just one name. day in the. It's called Shenanigans. It's it's one day. <laughs> you know, there's a ba- there's a spot called Shenanigans on the Boulevard, uh, right? Oh yeah, it closed down. I'm aware. Um, it's there one used to be day. A guy that would work there. Oh, and, and Dane and Cooks in it. And watch you eat your wings, and like it was like a fetish for him. But continue. That's weird. Yeah, he was like one of those. Like he, I swear, there's been like that character on TV where like they're like eat it in front of me so I can watch. Like. He would do that to everybody. He'd bring the food out to you, even though he was a cook and not a waiter. It was this weird thing. Continue. That's don't tell me these things. Yeah, he got fired. Um, <laughs> he still works in the Dane food Cook, industry. Dane though. Cook's the the sh- one of the cooks actually in it, which is funny. Fuck but him. it's just one day in the uh, fuck Dane in the Cook. life of this restaurant, and there's like a new recruit, so like they're explaining everything about the restaurant. Also, who's that guy? He's Wait. A- he spits. They all take turns oh, spitting. Yeah. Okay, I've seen the YouTube video where the one guy puts his dandruff in, and the one guy puts his like armpit, and then the other one spits. And then right, the, yeah, that's one disgusting. scene of it. That movie's not bad. Like when you see it, it used to be on Comedy Central all the time. But uh, it looked like a good. movie. Who is the dude who is in a lot of smaller comedy shows as like a B roll? He's bald. Have you ever seen the comebacks? No. Okay, he's bald. He has hair on the sides like that's that's brown. Is he hot tub time machine? Is he the one who invents Google? No. Oh. Um, is, that, is he super similar to who I'm talking have about? Have you ever seen the, you've seen The Office? Yeah. Mike Michael Scott's friend 
who's uh, really overly masculine. That's, what? That's him, you idiot. No, it's the same guy. Oh, is it? Yes. I thought the dude. I've seen every episode in The Office. I know exactly what character you're talking about. It's the same actor. I didn't know that. Are yeah. you sure? In Hot Tub Time Machine. The guy he, who invented Lugal? Yes, that's no, him. No, bro. Dude, he's just bigger. He just up. got bigger and fatter. I'm telling you. Not fat. He didn't really get fat. But like he just went from like a skinny guy to like a normal dad-sized guy. H- how are you even going to look that up? Lugal? Are you Googling Lugal.com? Yeah. David Koshner. Kuchner. 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 Yeah. He's also an anchorman. He yeah. plays Todd Packer. That's his name. Yeah. He's in it as the manager. Um, good good com- comedic okay. role. Now let's look up on Top Time Machine because... <laughs> I really hope I'm right. I don't know if you are, but if you Dude, are... the more I'm thinking about it, that guy's too skinny. That's not the same guy. They just look super fucking simple. Wait, am I wrong? Am I right? I don't know. What's We're, going on? I'm, it's loading. <laughs> um, I don't, the more I think about it, the more I think that your no, guy... No, dude. Yeah, that your dude guy is has Rob, a deeper voice. Rob Cord. Rob Corden, which is, let me just... I wish we had a, a visual for people at home. They should be Googling this so they can understand how this similar guy, these yeah, people are. Yeah, they are super similar. He is so a little... Your, thinner, your guy is taller and bigger, though. But yeah, he uh, he's the manager. It's a funny movie. Um, first time you watch it. But yeah, they... Uh, the kitchen scene... I don't even know where this was going. But yeah, um, usually all the times that they were bad to the customers, it was because the customers were assholes. And the one guy was like the dude's high school friend, and he came in with his girlfriend, and he tipped him 100 bucks, and the server took it as an insult and gave him it back. He's like... Uh, because the guy was like, "You seem like you need it." Oh yeah. And he was like, "Skilled me." <laughs> no, I would not. Nah, in that situation, I have the same feeling. Yeah. Same. Like, or like, fuck you. Or the reverse. And on the way out, I'm I'm like paying one of the like guys who works in the back to put a mask on and rob him again on the way out. <laughs> so then you get double or you get like a fuck ton. You know what I'm saying? John just committed conspiracy. Um, Did I? Yeah. All right. Before we go into our salty center tries. There's one topic I want to cover, and I don't know how to work it into any other podcast. So we're just gonna so we're just gonna plop go. it in right here. There is a there is a condition. It's not life threatening. That is called aphantasia. A p h, a n t a s i a. Did you mention this to me just today? before we started? Okay. And it's where people do not have the capability of picturing things in their mind's eye. <laughs> Don't crystalium me right now. <laughs> I understand stand-up references. Bro. Do not do that. Bro. So there was a video about eye. it. There was a video about it, and she's like, so let's just do an exercise, and you can tell if you have it or not. And she goes, picture. You, you have it. Picture. No. Picture a star and picture a red star. And then she's like, okay, you can close your eyes, whatever you need to do. You got it? Great. Then she pulls up this chart, and there's nothing. And then it, it then there's the outline of the star, then there's a yellow star, then there's a pink star, then there's a very clearly a red star, completely different from the other shades. She's like, if you got to this one at the bottom, the red star, you don't have it. If you tried to picture it and you got here with no star, here, just the outline, she's like, you have it. And if you got to the pink one, you're probably mildly. So I looked it up, and yeah, it's a real thing. There are people who, phys- like, if you tell them picture a horse, they cannot. They can't do it. That's crazy. And I did not know this existed because everybody, I just take that for granted. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. But I wonder if there's anybody that I've ever met who, like, is just bad, who's always been bad at recalling things or, like, can't get my reference. You know and, what a connection to this is? Like uh, a similar condition that I've heard of? Uh, you can't recognize faces. 
Like you have oh, yeah, that's the real. inability to recognize your significant other by their face. Like that's they ha- they have to say something to that's you. That's scary too, Dude, bro. You're walking around a world of strangers 24 7, 365. Can you recognize your own face? Probably not. Like <laughs> in a mirror, that's me because reflection. But if right. someone came up to you on the street, was like, who's this? And it's or- you. Who is that? Yo, that's crazy. That's scary, bro. That's Dude, that's scary. something that, like, if a witch cursed you with that, that's like a bad curse. Dude, it's like that uh, Black Mirror with John Hamm, and after he's done getting the confession from the guy, they they make it so that he's blocked by everybody in real life, and all the people around him are just gray. Dude, yeah. That's scary, bro. I need to rewatch Black Mirror. I just realized that's what I need to do with my quarantine time the first batch of black mirror fuck the most recent like yeah. three episode thing whatever did you watch bandersnatch the choose your own yeah fuck that one too yeah fuck that one the first batch was like genius to me. how many like seasons i quote, think unquote, there's were there i think like, there's before they got uh, bad. like four five no more no i think there's only three and i think the first two were good and the th- and then there's bandersnatch and then the third one which is the most recent which was like what four episodes Miley cyrus bullshit yeah it was like the fighting one the miley cyrus one and then there was the other one. I like the one where the guy was on, like, he was in that, co- like, commune, and you had to ride a bike to gain points, and you use the points to yes. buy food. Yeah. And he, like, and it's well, like American a, he's Idol. He's, like, a big actor. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's sick. That was, I, that I, was a I've good I've watched one. that episode at least three times. That was a Wait, good Wait, that's one. in the most recent one? No, that's in the first one. Okay. First batch. I was going to say. Yeah. The, the most, you know what else was in the most recent? Uh, the one where the girl... Has like a social score, and she's going to a wedding. Oh wait, remember? And her car breaks down, and she keeps I know getting everybody's the score giving lower. you stars constantly. Yes, yes. I don't remember the wedding being involved. That I was do the remember last, her. Was the I remember her life being like dictated by like right. you can't like apply for a house in a certain area if you don't have like enough stars. That's what they're doing. Like her China. brother's like a degenerate because he has like three. And he just didn't care. Five. Yeah, he was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> But that's funny. Like that's. But hers ended strange. up getting like worse because when you oh, try wait, really wait. hard, people hate you. <laughs> yeah, it was. But yeah, I got. I should rewatch that. I really liked it. the John Hamm one. Was called White Christmas, and I really did like that one. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Um, but yeah. Um, all right, we can move into saltiest and try saltiest of the week. Mine. What do you got? My fingies on my left hand. Um, well, when you when you play a lot of guitar, you develop calluses. Right. And when you stop. They fade quick, hmm. like in as little as like a fucking month. Hmm. Um, I've waited, let me think, four years at least. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have hey, been, a, been some- I've been playing guitar technically. Like if you said, if you want to be like, oh, I've been playing guitar for blah, blah, blah years. I've been playing since I was six or seven. One of the two. Hmm. I heard Long Way Down by Google Doss. And I was like, Pops, I want to play that. And you're not going to let me play drums, most likely. So let me get a guitar. He doesn't like the loud loudness. He's the type of guy to where he let me play guitar, even though I wanted it for Google Dolls, he knew that he would put me in classical shit, and I'd be able to play at the Christmas party, blah, 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 and be like, a, like oh, look at the little kid playing classical music, like, or on a piano, like one of those guys. But he knew that with percussion, there was no other option. Like, you're, there, you're just, you're drumming. Yeah, you know? that's, I could see that. So you got some bad calluses. Well, now I'm starting to redevelop them, and I don't have them yet. But my fi- my the tips of my fingers on my left hand are just like raw, and I need to like keep playing to like not lose. Like I'm regaining skill that I used to have. Basically, I've, I'm in here like at least five six hours a day. It's been at least eight days in a row now, and 
that's shit. That's like forty hours. Yeah, I was gonna say that's pretty. That's a work week. Um, and I could feel like I'm already getting back to where I was, and I and it's not gonna be all the way until my fingers are, like my accuracy isn't there until my fingers are back to normal, which I guess isn't normal for me anymore. It's a bit tired life. Yeah, so I'm on. I'm in a lot of pain, because these, these fucking strings are like, like. You ever see somebody get choked out in a movie with a piano wire? Yeah. Like an old school oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is... Let me, let me tell you something. Uh, piano's a string instrument. So is guitar. It's the same shit. Yeah. Like, the, the strings are lethal. Classic. They Classic. hurt, bro. They hurt. I got Classic fat kill. fingers, too, so they hurt a little extra, I think. And I have to be more accurate because I'm using these sausages <laughs> to play this <laughs> delicate instrument. In case meats. Yeah. Um, Saltiest. You. Go. Me. I'm salty <clears throat> because one of the ways that I gather relevant topics um, to bring up is Twitter. And Twitter has a great feature they added a couple of, you know, It's got to be going on like three, four years now of bookmarking. Mm. I, if I see a tweet that might be relevant, maybe it's an article attached. I don't want to read it right then. Maybe I'm on my way somewhere. Maybe I'm, you know, whatever. I'll bookmark it because I don't know if I like that tweet yet. I like how they separated them, right? Now it's gotten to the point where I have to like the tweet and bookmark it. Back in the day, back when Twitter was savage, you would like things not only because you like them, but also because you wanted to bookmark that tweet for later. Maybe it was a Vine video you want to show people. Because there were no bookmarks. Correct. So you have to go back to your likes to Correct. access shit that you, you had enjoyed. For some reason, could just be my phone, could just be the shittiness of the connection or whatever. Whenever I bookmark something, if I bookmark five things a day on Twitter, I'm lucky if three of them save to my bookmarks. And that's a problem. Big problem. And... The cynic conspiracy theorist in me says, yeah, they're doing that on purpose so you get into the habit of liking things again because their algorithm is set up. The more you like, the more they know about you, the more they suggest ads to you, blah, blah, blah. Because bookmarks probably aren't worked into the algorithm when it comes to like showing people content that you don't already follow. Right. Like That's probably not even a fact. It's just likes and retweets. And I'll, tell, and, and I'll tell everybody this. I rarely bookmark a tweet that is one of my friends tweets like like something they tweet got a few likes i'm bookmarking very like tweets that end up on my timeline thousands and thousands of of likes or retweets you know things like that because obviously and it doesn't make and so it doesn't make sense that they would remove that tweet because it's a viral tweet it's probably still up i don't know why the bookmark feature doesn't work i'm getting salty about it i looked today right before we started recording i'm like yeah i bookmarked something and i had bookmarked from yesterday one and then the, the next recent one was like four days ago then the next recent one was like eight days ago. I was like, come on, bro. Yeah, Fix that's, it. That's brutal for us, especially because we base a lot of our, like, I don't want to say topics, but a lot of like what we think is happening in the world based off of Twitter for or, our podcast. Or if I see an alternate opinion and I want to discuss it, like someone who's not in line with my opinion, but they have a viral tweet and it's a popular like uh, counter opinion. I want to bring that up. I want to run an experiment this week, maybe where I bookmark things on my Twitter account from my computer and see if it transfers to my phone and vice versa. Because for some reason, these maybe there's a cap too. Like maybe there's just a bookmark cap and it just takes them out. I don't know. But I am not getting nearly the amount of bookmarks. I'll sometimes bookmark things twice in a row. Wait till the thing appears on the bottom of my screen. Tweet, save to bookmarks. And it just doesn't, I don't know why it just doesn't work. <sighs> That's my saltiest. I always wondered why they needed to show you, like, hey, it's saved your bookmarks. Like, I know I just hit the button. That's why. It's because it genuinely, you, most of the time that you're using Twitter, nothing's getting, like, saved. You're just scrolling, right? right? So when it ever has to do work, it's like a, a, 
a large change of the function of the system. So it probably yeah. has to genuinely like think. It has to like actually take like a second to do it. I would understand it if Twitter was YouTube because that's a lot of it's a video that's a that's a way bigger file. It's text. Yeah. Most of the time it's text in a picture. Like, yep. come on, just put in the bookmarks. Like, it's not that hard to, it's it's an archive. I know that Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO, if he wanted to enable God mode and search tweets, I mean, you can even do it, search tweets by keyword, you can. You can pull up all the tweets that mention this word. So why, if that's a good capability, why can't I, I don't know. It just makes me upset, that's all. You, you know, I know I it's a free service. Most of the tweets that I would deem bookmark worthy, I also happen to send to you and my girlfriend. Right. So, so I'm going to have to start just sending them. I don't send know. them to me. I'll, I'll use them. Yeah. I'm you sure should... I'm, me and you end up finding most of the same shit interesting to where I probably won't yeah. mind most of what you have bookmarked. There's some stuff that you send marginally, like on your the margins, the fringes of your Twitter that I don't see. And there's some things that I know that I have that you don't see. Like the the one you sent yesterday about the dog, the braid. Bro, I was losing. That Elon was funny, Musk, bro. Elon Musk's tweets are always a source of entertainment yeah, for me. Good. He's good. And but they never really like make me laugh out loud because usually it's him trying to be funny. And what's funny is that he's this weird old South African guy who's like attempting to connect with modern culture and he's missing. That's usually what's funny. Yeah. Dude, he had a funny ass tweet yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's this dog holding a fucking sword. It's like in well, the night yeah. you sleep, he trains. He's it's like, like very simple. While you were working, I studied the blade. Yeah, I studied the blade. <laughs> but that's a that's oh, a reference. He's using quarantine to study. <laughs> that's a reference, bro, to a. It is either Twitter or Reddit or it might even be Tumblr, um, but it, it appeared on my timeline. You can I don't look, think it's Twitter or Reddit just because I use both of those. A fuck it's thing. an older reference where this guy is coming at this other guy online or just like he posted this about himself where he it's like a picture of him with a sword and he goes it's always like well you were doing this i studied the blade well you were doing this it's like this huge post bro uh, and it went yeah. viral like a long time ago and i yeah, think he was like just 18 referencing things stacked on top of each other i know yeah. what you're talking about yeah. yeah that makes sense but yeah twitter what are, do we have uh do we have a tries do we both have a i have one yeah well yeah go, well maybe go for it <laughs> <laughs> mine is uh i have an extra one if you need it um Mine's Lemon Boy, which is a song. Uh, I think it's got like 30-something million listened. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's by an artist that I discovered, I think, yesterday or the day before. Cave Town? Cave Towns? Not I think familiar. Cave Town's singular. Uh, I don't think a ton of people are. He's... It's a good way to describe. Um, hmm. Well, for one thing, he introduced me to a new term to define... Uh, not gender, but he he's aromantic. Arrow is the is the short like for bisexual is bi. Aromantic is arrow, meaning he doesn't feel any draw. Oh, he doesn't okay. feel any. It's it's not asexual because I guess he probably still has like some. He doesn't kind of feel an, uh, an emotional draw to yeah. any specific. Yeah, yeah, which is super interesting to me, like just because I've never heard of it, and it's not something that people would be. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's one of those like overdrawn, like crazy things out there. Like, uh, what's a, what's a term that I think is insane? What's a term? That's a stretch, like a term that you're like, uh, you're like, no, nah, okay, like one that's like instead of saying, 
oh, I'm non-binary. I prefer to be called they or them. Instead of that, you take it one step further and you have like, oh, I'm intergender. Or you have like all the, like sometimes I'm he and sometimes I'm she. You got to ask me every conversation. Oh, like, I haven't really heard of that. But I, Exactly. It's on the fringes. It's like the yeah. most, cr- I'm saying it's not that. It's something that I find like interesting. And it's something that is for sure real. It's probably like, real. There are asexual people and aromantic people out there. And it, A, blows my mind because I'm very both. I'm, are very romantic and sexual, I guess you could say. From like a young age, like I've always been super interested in like, I don't know. There's a lot to go into there. <laughs> but <laughs> when, I, when I said from a super young age, I was like, huh, that doesn't sound right. Mm. Just to clarify for everybody, right, I, right, I didn't right. get molested. Um, where's it going with that? Uh, a romantic people. It's the opposite of me, but I know it exists, yeah. so I'm interested. It's so far from me that I'm like, what the fuck? I need to know. Right, like, you want to know what's out. I mean, you want to know what's out there. But yeah, so the aromantic part is not what interested in me at, at first. He's fucking good at making music. Jesus Christ, I really went off on a tangent there. The song is Lemon Boy. Lemon the Boy. The guy is Cave Town. He's like a 15-year-old British kid also. Maybe he's like 16, I think, actually. A lot of UK music, huh? Why was the last one I recommended? No, you were oh, yeah. earlier. Uh, the other guy. Earlier, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why I got recommended in YouTube. It's because I was looking up like British guitarists. Oh. They got some good guitars out there, man. They care a lot about theory. They care a lot about accurate accuracy. They're not huge on like shredding like American guitars often are. They're more like John Mary. Accuracy over form over function. Oh yeah. Accuracy but yeah, this song is like he he as an artist is actually almost like if Billy Eilish was was like a British guy. And you know, like that age, like the, it's the same sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like less less dark. Like sad still. But less but less like death. <laughs> like you know, like his music videos probably wouldn't have him getting injured or dying as often as hers do. Yeah, but they for they'd be they they would understand each other. I think you know, like if if she listened to his music, she'd be like, oh, I like I get it. You know, <laughs> maybe Phineas would write her something. In, uh, Molly's her. been making a lot of Phineas jokes lately, just because she's a female that sings, and I'm someone who lives with her, who plays guitar, and helps her record. And I don't like it. I don't like. Shut it, it down early. Before it becomes a habit. What is mine, you ask? Um, I do not, but great I'm question. now interested. I don't know. I have. I could recommend another movie. I feel like that's all I've been doing is just nothingness in movies. Well, I'd um, like to know the movie, so. Well. Do both, if you have multiple. I guess. Well, I didn't really finish the one I just watched. So how about this one? David Lynch is considered an important filmmaker of our time. He did Eraserhead, which just looks like me. Stop moving the and fucking mic. I can hear it. You can. I know what's making noise and what's not. Dude, you're literally wrenching the mic back and forth as if you're like spitting I bars, bro. Am saying. Oh, try, to, try to get like a fistful away from from the mic. I'm saying, David Lynch, important filmmaker, also worked on a TV show called Twin Peaks. It's on Netflix. Very strange show. I watched the Twin Peaks movie, which came after the show. Gosling. The one where he's like blonde and rides a motorcycle and robs a bank. Is that a different movie? <laughs> what are you talking Ryan about? Gosling? You know, no, he's not in it at all. Huh? This movie you know came what I'm out in 1993. About, <laughs> no, that's Beyond the Pines, bro. Yes. What, what was it? What? The place behind the pines, and that's Bradley Cooper and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And and the thing about that movie is that pines though. One pines. of those characters dies, and yeah. Yeah, pines. But anyway, <laughs> Twin Peaks, a fire walk with me. It takes place before the show. 
And I haven't even seen Twin Peaks. I picked this movie just out of thin air. I just wanted to watch it. I don't know why. And it is a very strange movie, but it has really keyed me in. I'm gonna. I'm probably about to start Twin Peaks. Um, to David Lynch as a filmmaker and as a and it's just like an artist. And uh, the premise of the movie is that there's this girl who, in Twin Peaks, the show. The show centered around her death, so this is obviously before that. This is how she dies. And uh, she's a high school girl, uses cocaine, basically to get through the day. Um, Jeez, just to get through high school? Yeah. How does she have that kind of bread? Is she, like, super rich? No, you, you'll, you see. I mean, she just she has a way of, of, of getting it. Hooking. Kind of. Interesting. Yes. Let's well, just say yes Well, you sold me. I'm interested. But, yeah, it's a it, – bro – so this, Just is a, like, this is a movie that is a prequel to a series? Correct. And the series is only two seasons long. It actually might be three now. But here's the thing. I had no idea. I knew a lot of people like Twin Peaks, and I had no idea why. And then I watched this movie, and I was like, oh. I'm like, oh. Now I got to watch the show. Because it is so, it's such a different, it's so weird. And it's one of those shows that is very, it has funny moments. Like, genuinely funny moments. But it's tackling serious stuff and it's just david lynch and like once you watch it you're like oh this guy like he has such a distinct style of of filming and of cinematography and of writing and of doing this stuff so i'm probably going to go on a, a lynch binge soon but uh it's a very <laughs> I don't know weird, if I like the way that sounds very weird weird movie but it, it kept it was good it was it's a good movie it's just super strange i recommend it though if you watch the show watch the movie, um, the, I think the movie came out in 93. The show, the two seasons of the show that he did was, it must have been like 90 and 91 or like 89 and 90, something like that. So kind of like the opposite of the Breaking Bad movie where everybody disliked the movie that came out after the show. I didn't dislike that movie. Really? I didn't dislike it. I didn't think it was genius, but I didn't I heard, dislike I it. I heard only negative things other than this. I liked it. I love. I just am a sucker for a redemption story. Um, I liked the movie, not... I wasn't crazy about it, but I liked it. Um, El Camino. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird crap going on in this movie, which just makes me want to watch the series more because I know that all the same characters are in the series. Like, everybody reprised their role, basically, and I want to know more, like, why. I even looked up, like, explanations of what was going on, and I was like, I'm, I'm lost in, a little, in, a, in ways. Um, Would like, you suggest watching the show first? I don't know because I haven't seen the show yet. I'm about to start it. You don't need to, though. It's a standalone movie for sure. You can definitely watch it standalone. But if you watch the show... You said you were lost, though. I was lost in why he introduced certain things. But then I just... The more I read, the more I, I saw, I was like, this it was, is just it wasn't David Lynch, huge, though. It wasn't a huge storyline factor. It was more of a style Storyline is super simple. How this girl dies. Just like in the series, it's who killed that girl, right? But then there's other aspects of it that you're like, whoa. Sorry, are you about to, I guess you don't know, because you said you didn't finish it, right? Didn't finish what? The movie? No, I didn't finish this other, I have been watching this other movie last night. I finished this one. So, do you know who kills her by the end of it? Yeah. So the series is spoiled? Mm Mm-mm. But isn't the series based, like, off of trying to find out who killed her? Isn't that what you just said? That's, tripping? that's the light. Yeah, that's that's David Lynch light. That's Twin Peaks light. Like, that's how you get the viewer in. But it's not really about... It is about that, but there's so much more going on. I don't it's know. It's not the equivalent It's to not find, like a murder mystery. It's not like your it's classic like murder mystery. It's not like finding out who A is in... in uh, For example, bro, let me just fun. give you an example of how this movie goes. You'll be watching the movie, Firewalk With Me, and all of a sudden... 
you know, the plot's going this way, and then all of a sudden, like another, it, it's over here now, like a new plot line, new plot line. They kind of converge, they kind of don't. Then all of a sudden, you're watching the movie, boom, a frame appears on the movie. It's a capuchin monkey chewing on something in, in like a night vision camera. And you're like, what? And he intersperses certain things throughout the movie, and you're just like, what is going on? Why, 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 why this? And then you realize it's just this is like his style, and it's it's like an art form style. And I'm like, this is kind of crazy. But so it, he's I, almost Tarantino to the to where he. Well, Tarantino's super linear. The story goes, bro. Even if even in Pulp Fiction, where it's it's told in parts, it's all the same plot. He throws in things in here that I still I'm just like, why was that in the movie? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> There's just no real reason for it. Or it's it's a reason that only kind of matters to him. It kind of ma- it kind of matters in the sense like the whole mo- that's the point. The whole movie's fucking weird, but and the show's apparently the same way. There are some shows slash movies that are weird like that. Like or I don't know what type of weird this is, but the way you're describing it sounds like how I've seen before, where it's too not saying that this one is, but I've seen shows that are too like the whole point is to be weird, and there is no real point. Oh, like and they just lose me. The Greasy Strangler. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. This movie definitely does have a plot that you can follow, but again, there are just some things that you're just like, you know, he throws it in, and you're like, I'm not sure how that connects. David Bowie's in it. That's a that's a throwing a monkey wrench in there for and, sure. And his whole part, I I I'm I still don't know why. You know what that has to do with it doesn't anything. drive the plot forward at all. Not really. <laughs> Like I could give I'll tell you, you why because they figured out like, how to get David Bowie in their movie and they were like fuck yeah we'll do anything we And it's need a young to do. David Bowie. So like there's a guy and there's this, he's watching a security camera cuz he knows that this David Bowie character is about to enter and so he walks out into the hallway where the camera's looking. He looks at the camera. He comes back in. Does this like twice on the third time when he comes back into the room, he's still in the camera shot. And then David Bowie appears. I'm like, what is going on, bro? Like, it doesn't make sense to me, but it That's does. That's kind of creepy. It's weird, bro, but it's 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 not a horror movie by any sense. I was going to say, is there any, uh, not even horror, There's but... serious-ass topics in it, and it's pretty, it's disturbing, but it's not a horror movie. But is there anything um, not of this world, like, factors? Are there any, like, magic factors in there? I, won't, I don't want to say magic, but they're supernatural for sure. Okay, good. Unless it's all just somebody's drug trip, but yeah. Unless <laughs> this is literally just somebody on acid. No, yeah, there is some. There is definitely supernatural factors in it. Definitely. Okay. You didn't mention that the whole time. I, I, I thought this was supposed to be like a high school coming-of-age story. That Exactly. That's how. That's why I clicked on it. Well, not a coming-of-age. It was not, like going to be a murder, but right, I was like... But it's a like high school, like, dealing with high school problems and right. then you die. So it's like that, but to an extreme extent. But there are, like, in the actual scenes of the movie that make sense, like, if you just cut out all the all the lynchiness, just the bare-bones plot, um, there are some really good comments about, like, a suburban high school home and, like, high like problems that high schoolers deal with and then actual real problems and then, like, you know, things like that, so... Watch it if you want to watch a weird movie. Hmm. That's been our show. Thanks for coming in and tuning in, everybody. You can find us everywhere podcasts are listened to. Apple and Spotify are the major ones. PTS Podcast 016 on Twitter. R- rate, subscribe. Any final words, John? I think this was one of my favorite episodes, Maxwell. 